what it is what it is you know what it is we're back again episode seven the i do it for hip-hop podcast where we do it for what we do it for hip-hop it's me your boy the great pharaoh sarcastic criminal the hip-hop king of the north i'm joined by my mans in them we got the profound conqueror the real boogie with a hoodie the mumbling mushroom we got my man boog what's good boog what you been up to what you been listening to family Hey, what up, everybody? Uh, what I've been listening to this week, um, I found this new artist. I mean, he's not really new. Well, I guess he kind of new. Um, dude's name is Black. Um, he's an R&B dude, but he got he reminds me of uh, The Weeknd because he got this crazy-ass dread conglomeration thing going on on his head. Um, but um, his music is his music is pretty good so far. I've enjoyed it. Um, the, that's the only real music I've new music I've listened to. Um, it's NBA Finals time. I mean, it's NBA playoffs time. It's um, it's NFL draft time. So I've really been on my sports the last the last week and some some change. Um, what I have been doing is um, uh, yesterday me and my kid we launched we launched some rockets. Um, we launched well we actually not some rockets we launched one rocket three times. Um, and we end up getting it lost in the trees because my wife and my son wanted to try out the big engines on the small rocket. And it went up like stupid high. And, and it came down. It came down so slow. It just got, it, you know, wind blew. It got lost in some big old trees. So um, that was that was yesterday. Today, we just chilled out at the crib. Me and my son, we put together a, a bigger rocket so that we can use the bigger um, engines. And um, I just spent some spent a bunch of time putting together his uh, monthly home curriculum. Um, you know, we do a bunch of stuff at home. We do like you know projects. Um, you know, got to keep my kid up 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 to par with his math and his reading. Um, and you know, just you know, this is what we do every month, so it's it's pretty cool. Dope, dope, dope. Also, we got uh, my little brother, my blood brother. We got the Visual Overlord, Bob. Fool for your soul. We got my little brother Soul in the building. Soul, what's good? What you been listening to? What you been up to, man? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, I've been chilling out really. You know, I've been listening to a few things. Um, I've been bumping Isaiah Rashad's uh, new album. It came out late last year, The Sun's Tirade. Um, it's a little darker, but I am liking his flow. Liking him a whole lot. Um. Other than that, just been listening to some regular old stuff, bunch of Kendrick, still a whole bunch of Kendrick, uh, still a bunch of Future. Um, I've been listening to some Currency, too. Listen to some old Currency tapes. All right, that's what it is. That's what it is. Right, as for me, man, you know, man, it's been up to the same old, same old regular shit, man, just working uh, and living life, man. Being uh being a dad doing dad like shit being awesome at it uh what's the call it what I've been listening to man I've been in the real uh R and B vibe lately yo uh other than other than uh playing that new Young and May EP and that Wale album we're gonna uh that we're gonna talk about I've been listening to Strength of a Woman I tell you what yo I'm gonna tell y'all I hate to say it like this because it sounds so fucking insensitive. But Mary got to get her heart broken more often, man, because we get that heat, man. When Mary's feelings is hurt, yo, you get we get we get them bangers, bro. Well, I've heard. I haven't listened to it. I'm supposed, I'm um, going to listen to it tomorrow, but I've heard it's it's really really good. Oh man, yo, this journey is phenomenal. Like I said, Mary got to get her feelings hurt more often because we get you get that heat. Hurt Mary, hurt Mary brings the pain. Like and these, this music is amazing. This, like you said, this is an IT album, man. This is this is just some next level shit. I love it. I'm loving it. Nice. And then uh, there's this other cat. I don't know if y'all heard of that cat, Khalid. He put out that song, Location. Nah, I haven't heard of him. 
oh man, you got to do your homework on that joint. But he got a re- he got a remix out with uh, Lil Wayne and Kalani, and that joint is uh, okay. that joint is super dope. Lil Wayne, his his features so far this year have me real excited to hear a project from Lil Wayne, especially now that he's signed to Rock Nation. I'm really excited to hear some real work from him. So let me ask you a question. So <laughs> you just finished getting on Lil Wayne last show with the tea in my eyes. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, old Lil you, Wayne. You, you, you got you got on him by Barry Bonds verse, but you you are uh, you ready for a new one? That was old Lil Wayne. That Barry Bonds shit was garbage. He he knows it. The when ice in my teeth, so refrigerated. You 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 hated that, son. You ready for new one? Yeah, I'm ready for some new shit because he's not gonna let me down. He has mm. not let me down so far this year. The couple verses that I heard from him have been solid. This year has been going really good, and I'm about to parlay this right into the next batch of content. This year has been going really good, and then we get Wale's album shine and uh then we just going let's, let's go straight in on it man yeah, we're not going to go too much in depth because i on, honestly man i was actually surprised at the level of dissatisfaction i had with this album and i'm not, I'm not going to front on first listen i thought this album was crack i'm like oh this album's fire oh, this shit is dope this shit is dope and then once you, you know, once I do the second and third listen, and I'm willing to start skipping records, I notice I'm skipping like every other one at some point. It's like, okay, yeah, let's, let me get to the next song. Okay, let me get to the next song. And that's not good. So for me, like, I, I felt kind of let down with this album. But, uh, Boog, uh, what did you feel when you listened to this uh, Wale album? All right, so... um. I'm going to get to the album. Just give me a second. All right. <laughs> so, oh, shit. <laughs> so, um, I used to like Wale. I used to. So, when I hear something, some music impactful um, that I remember, I you know it's, it's tied to a moment in my life. It's tied to an event. I can remember it like anything. And um, when I first heard Wale, like very first listen to Wale, I was in Minneapolis. I had just started a job working um, a Microsoft Office help desk at 3M um, Company in St. Paul. Okay. And I used to drive out there every day. It's like 45 minutes away from Minneapolis. And um, you know, I used to work. The, I used to work the help desk. And Hulu. I don't even know if people even knew Hulu was there, but Hulu was free. Right, <laughs> and um, I used to watch. Who, who, yeah, Hulu was free. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody remembers it, but um, I used to watch episodes of 24 on Hulu for free every day. That's all I used to do at my job was you know take calls on Microsoft Office and watch uh, 24 and other you know shows that were actually that Hulu had on it. Yeah. And what made me uh, what why I remember Wale is because. They had the commercials, and Wale literally was every commercial. They was pumping Wale and Hulu, <laughs> and that's how I found out about Wale was through through that. So when I when I when I heard Ambition, you know, I heard some of the some of the mixtape stuff and heard some of the verses, and I heard Ambition, I was like, oh, this dude, he's on the right track. Um, gifted, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, I messed with him, but you know. It's nothing like ambition, right? <laughs> um, and then and then that album about nothing. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this guy. You know, like it's not like feeling the album about nothing. No, that shit was terrible, son. Oh. Like, I, it, this this is this is basically on par with that terribleness to me. Like oh, shine, wow. like par with that. Like, I did not like shine. Um, now. The album is, you know, it, it it tells basically like you know him about him shining in, you know, one way or another. Um, I wish he would stop singing on this album. Like that album, definitely. Like it's like he's trying to fill the Ja Rule void in hip hop. Like stop singing, bro. Like it's, it it does not sound good. Yeah, here's a question: Is that really a void? 
<laughs> no, really, I mean, no, but I'm like, what is he trying to do? Like, like, why is he singing so much? <laughs> you know, like it's, it's weird. Um, but anyway, yo, so so that so that's one of my things. I mean, he got he uh, he sings on DNA, he sings on Smile, he he sings on my PYT. Don't know why he tried to recreate my favorite Michael Jackson song. No, he didn't try to recreate it. He just used, he sampled it. Yeah, he, he, he did not try and make Michael No, he, he did not try to remake it, but Wale, I'm good, bro. Leave leave my favorite Michael Jackson song out of it, please. Wow. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I don't like Trap Wale. I forgot what song that was. I like Trap Drake better. Um, But, so, my favorite song on this whole album is Fine Girl, right? And Fine Girl, my second favorite one is Love. And Fine, but Fine Girl is um, I just I, I love the beat, man. I like I love pianos in production. Um, that's like my second favorite instrument. The first one is bass. Okay. Um, but, um, the beat has has this piano riff in it, and it's really nice. Um, so. I think he should stick with the Caribbean beats because Fine Girl and My Love are dope. I think he should stick to that lane and stop singing. That's all he got. That's really all he got to do. <laughs> oh, man. So that's, that's it. Just like this Fine Girl? That's it? Fine Girl. Fine Girl is it, bro. And like, and that, and I only like that because of the beat. And I don't think that's enough that's going to let me make it into my, uh, my big playlist. Because I think I'll skip Fine Girl. And... If I don't well, I, if I don't feel like hearing the beat, if I find something about the song I don't like, I'm just gonna skip it. So um, right now it's just fine, girl. On the entire album, um, even 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 the shine, the title track, it's just corny to me. Um, but um, one thing that really turned me off, and, and this is my last point on the album. Um, one thing that really turned me off is uh, what's the name of that song? Shoot, I didn't write the song down. Oh, oh, it's called um, shoot, Fashion Week. Which one? Is it Fashion Week? Oh, Fashion Week featuring Fashion Jesus. Week. Yeah, that's actually I think that I believe that's the that's the lead single off this uh, album. Yeah, so, um, really? Well, in the in in the very beginning of the song, his first line, one of his first lines on it, he says, "Find me a Kendall Jenner. I'll be a gentleman to her." And I don't really know what he means by this, but the way I took it the very first time I heard it was he'll only be a gentleman to a woman in a relationship if the girl is white. And to me, it seems like a shot at darker, darker skinned women. And I believe that we have enough, you know, light skinned, dark skinned beef. Um, we don't need people saying that darker skinned women don't have a chance at being treated with some respect in a relationship just because they're not white or even insinuating something like that without some clarification behind it. Wow. Um, That's why I just want to jump in on it because that, yo, that really surprises me that that's what you took from, uh, from that line. I just took it at, at exactly like face value. Let me get a, uh, let me get a pretty young thing like Kendall Jenner. I guarantee you I treat her good. That's all I took that shit as. Like now, now, and I have I have an alternate. So just to, just so people can't say I'm just hating on Wale, um, he could also mean that you know he wants a model type chick, woman with money and ambition, and he'll be a gentleman to her. That's what the type of woman that he wants. In order for him to be a gentleman, she got to have something going for her. So he could mean that. Yeah, he could mean that, but that's not yeah. the way I took it at first. At first glance, I had to I had to. Say I had to tell myself, okay, what else could he mean in order for me to come up with that? So that, that the first part is just straight off of instinct. Sorry, uh, Soul Man, you got any input on this uh, on this album? Um, I've never really been a big Wale fan, and this album only solidifies it. If I'm being a hundred. Um, damn, yeah, it does. It really um, does. A couple of the tracks I do, I do like um, the opening track. Thank God, I like that. Uh, Running back with Lil Wayne is good. 
Uh, running, running back is course, the fashion. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, fashion week. Um, I like that song Scarface Rose with uh, Yo Gotti on it. That one's pretty good. Um, you know what really uh really kills me? That Soka wave, man. Everybody's doing it. We got to look at it. It's not even really thing. It's like. But it's not, like denim jeans all over again. I got, I got, I got to because you, you gotta even look at it. It's not really soca though. Like yeah, my, uh, my wife is Jamaican, and one thing I've noticed about Jamaica, they watch a lot of like those African movies. These are the same melodies and tunes that play on these African movies. These same beats, these same melodies and shit like that. So he's just, it's just, a, I don't even think it's soca as much as it is. This is just an ode to his homeland. Yeah, remember, Wale's African. So I don't think it's meant necessarily him biting on that whole soca Caribbean vibe. It's, it's, this is his culture. They, t- remember, they, t- I think they take his sound. Or his culture. No, I need it. I, I think. I think. I think he should do it. I think he should do more of it. I love um, the sound of it. I love the sound Drake of it. Does album. a better job at it, but you know he's pretty okay. good at it. <laughs> now, see me. I love the. I love the sound of this album. I, I liked. Uh, I think I liked more the beats than I did the bars. Like, I, I, I was feeling a lot of the bars. Like some of these bars were really lacking, and like I said, I just preferred the production, and I would have much rather heard other people on the productions uh as for me running back is dope uh and i like smile that's the the last track i call that the title track for the album i like cc white cocaine white and that's really it that i really like off this 14 track album i like three songs none of which are gonna end up in like I said last show, I'm creating like my ultimate playlist of non-skip records, and none of these are going to make it on there. And I just feel bad for Wale that he had the audacity, the fucking mitigated gall to have, it, have a song on his album called DNA. I'd have changed that immediately once Kendrick's album dropped. <laughs> yeah, I said that too, but I but I let it ride. I let it ride. No, I cannot <laughs> let that shit ride, man. Like, how the hell are you gonna have a track called DNA and it's not good at all? <laughs> like, like this shit was terrible compared to Kendrick's DNA because that's automatically where my mind went to listening to it. Like, oh. DNA. All I'm thinking is Kendrick. I got loyalty. Got look, and then I'm getting this shit, and it's just like, what is this? Like, this is not DNA. What are you doing? But uh, in, in, ter- in terms of Wale's uh, albums, where do y'all, where would y'all put this album? This is his what his fifth studio album, and where would y'all place this album in the uh, in the Wale rankings? I mean. This one is um what the last I don't know no, I will put the album about nothing last. This one's at least better than that. You're really right. hating on the album about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean this I mean like I give like a I give like a I mean like a I mean the best I can give is like a three, son. Out of five. I mean I two, two and a half, like like I won't listen to this again. I mean the album about nothing is like a two Two and a half to me, so this is about the same. Like I won't listen to this ever again unless I put um, unless I put you know the song that I like in the in the um, in my playlist. The fine, a fine girl. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, nah, I think that's fair. Your soul. What do you um? What you think about the uh? What you think about this album? Where would you rank this album? Uh, what is this? This is. Just... This album? Fifth, yeah, number five. Um, hmm. Honestly, I don't remember enough of Wale's albums to put them in any numerical order. I so am. I'm going to say they're probably all about three out of five. I totally agree with that. I, I, totally, I totally agree with that. Like, you can, you can, you can, you can, like, not even realize he's there, man. Like, and he's supposed to be way better than this. I know he's better than this. Yeah, Wale is dope, man. I went to school in VA. I was right there from D.C. 
I remember Black and Gold. I remember all those early tracks. Attention Deficit. Like, I'm a Wale fan. I always got to give Wale a chance. I'm going to just be truthful. This album just, it, it really didn't, it didn't hit for me. Uh, I think he fucked up releasing it a week early. It wasn't supposed to get released till May 5th. Okay. But he put it out a week early for whatever reason, because I don't, I don't see anything where it said it leaked. I think he just put it out. Uh, I thought the features were actually weak, except for Lil Wayne's. Uh, I, was, I, I was really let down by that. I thought that I opened the album up, and I immediately went to Heaven on Earth featuring Chris Brown, because I thought that was just going to be you know, a dope-ass track. I'm like, ah, Wale, Chris Brown, let's get this shit, let's get this shit playing. And, no, it just didn't, like, it just didn't do it, like, nothing just did it for me in this album. Uh, uh, so I'm real, I'm really turned down that I, I would probably put this at the bottom of the Wale pile for me. And, I'm, I'm a fan of Wale. So that, that, that kind of hurt me. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, what's we call it? Uh, all right, that's that's solid. Uh, next thing we want to talk about, man, we gotta uh, we gotta get into probably probably one of the hottest artists, you know, in the that's bubbling right now, that's making the name right now. I definitely think this artist is gonna probably end up on uh, freshman first class next year because they haven't been on it. They haven't. They weren't on it last year. I really think that they're gonna uh. Make make some moves in this industry somehow, and we talking about uh, Young Ma. She put out her uh, her EP, her story. What's we call it? Uh, last uh, last week. Uh, what was it? Uh, not week before. I think it was. I don't even remember now. But Young Ma, basically, she put out some music, and there's only seven tracks. One thing I was I was I was kind of annoyed about with Young Ma was the fact that. She used Ooh as the seventh track. And for for that track to be for me, Ooh is so old and you're putting out this EP and new music that 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 song shouldn't be on there. But uh Soul, uh just start us off, man. How you what'd you feel about this uh Young and May uh E P that she put out? Um, it's actually really good. I enjoy the bulk of it. Um like you said, having Ooh as the uh Bonus track is kind of lame. I wanted something new because, you know, this is kind of old and everyone's heard it a hundred thousand times. Um, I definitely like her flow. She's uh, definitely real, uh, real, real New York, real Brooklyn with it. And I appreciate that. Um, she has that, uh, that one track, uh, Just One of Those Days, J-O-O-T-D. Yeah. Future Monica. And you were telling me you think that's actually Monica that's like on the track. Yeah, man, because it got the uh, it say feature in Monica right on. I'm thinking, yo, she might have pulled her to just do that little, just do that little, uh, just one of them days joint. That's really dope. I really do appreciate that. Shouts to Young M.A. if that's really how she got that off, because that'd be really popping. Um, other than that, yo, her content's pretty dope. Her delivery definitely can uh, it can use some work. She's still really uh, really monotone. Still probably has to like really go in and develop herself a little more so that way she can find that real refined sound that she's looking for. But for an opening project, definitely, definitely tough. I would not mind hearing more. Word up, word up. Boog, man, what you think about this uh, Young M.A., her story project? So Young M.A., is going to go down in the, the, I guess, more recent history is having one of the dopest ad-libs. That ooh that she do, ooh, that's ooh, yeah. going, that is, that, <laughs> that is up there that is with it. 50 Cent, with Buster Rhymes, with Puffy. Like, that is a dope ad-lib. And she's going to get, she's that, like, every time you hear that, it's like Jada Kiss's laugh. I was going to say, like, that's going to that go down with same. Jada's laugh. You're going to hear that ooh, and that's going to give you the same vibe as Jada's laugh. Same thing. Um, so to me, this is just seven tracks of MA spitting. Um, it's, I think it's more of a tease, um, Word just up. to keep the buzz going. Word up. 
I don't really know, like from listening to this, I don't know if I really know if I can listen to a whole album of her because her her flow, man, it's slow and it's like it's just plotting. I'm pretty sure she can switch it up. I know I'm pretty sure she has more versatility than she showed on this. But um I don't I don't think I necessarily need that. I just probably wouldn't want to hear it. See what see what else she can do with it with her flow. Now, um, my favorite track on here is "Self Made" and "Bonnie." Oh hell um, yeah! Self Self Made is probably my my number one favorite track. Um, and this track made me think that she needs to get Rick Ross to executive produce her album. Um, she needs them soul beats. She would do well with Rick Ross's production staff and soul beats. Hell yeah! <laughs> Yo, Rick Ross has got to do everybody's shit. He got to do Nas shit. He needs to do Young M.A. shit. Yeah, he just needs to. And plus, and plus, he hasn't changed up his flow much throughout his career. So he can probably help her out with that, too. Like, to stay on top without actually changing up your flow. Um, the song Bonnie is dope. Um, and partly because, you know, she has the uh, the sample. Um, I know a lot of people know it as uh, Crushing You by Little Kim. Um, but she got from uh, um, this uh, group called uh, the Jeff Lorber Fusion, and the song is called Rain Dance. And um, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a real, it's a real cool sample. I love looking up samples, by the way. Like when I hear a song, I think that sounds old. All of the songs, but when I when I hear something and I think that hey, that that's definitely a sample, I'll definitely look it up. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. That's why I miss getting uh. Getting like CD books because that's what you that's what you, yes. you hear it you see it then yeah so it's like that that's what I miss about CD books but nah definitely definitely that sample is dope that 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 shit is fire but uh what's some call it um so like I said for me man I'm I'm feeling it I'm feeling this joint it's nice and short like I said I'm mad that she had ooh on it self made uh Bonnie. Definitely dope. Only thing I don't like about Young M.A., like I said, I guess I said it, uh, her tone, she has like that, uh, she's got that Lloyd Banks sound where even when she's yelling, she's still not loud. That's just like when, uh, what was the track that uh, Lloyd Banks was on with Busta Rhymes, where the uh, Touch It, it's like when, you, when they flip it and they're supposed to be loud, Lloyd Banks wasn't really any louder. That's the same thing. The same thing I get from Young M.A., like her her volume, like her tone or her volume didn't increase on, on a track like Self Made. I think she got drowned out by the beat. Uh, but other than that, nah, yo, this makes me, like, I really wasn't a big fan of Ooh. I thought it was all right, but I wasn't, like, crazy. What happened? I said, me too. I thought it was all right. Yeah, I thought it was all right, but listening to this. Little this little snippet, like you said, I think she gave you just enough to say to get and just enough to get you to say, "I, I'm gonna keep waiting," because yeah. she knows she knows that the ooh wave is fading off soon, and she needs to give you something. And I think you know, saying she could she could flip that just one of them days, or probably that Bonnie. I, I think I can hear Bonnie on the radio next before anything else. Yeah, uh, I think self made is a little too too. Uh, too grand it's not it's not a radio record it's a no definitely, it's definitely all the windows down if you got a drop top you putting the drop top down uh nice nice weather track definitely turn up the volume to it but uh now nah, i think i think uh younger may joint was was tough and uh like i said i think it's the same as like we said with um talib quality and styles p you can't really rate it yet because there's nothing to rate it against i think she was, I think she was smart releasing this as an EP for two reasons. One, you can get some money because uh, motherfuckers got to get paid. And instead of doing it as a mixtape, I, I like the fact that she's that she's starting to go now, go toward this direction of, all right, let me uh, start prioritizing and monetizing my content, you know, to the maximum extent. While while she's at, uh, while she's on a rise. Yeah, yeah, but uh, what's from calling um, so like I said, that's it. That's it for that. We had Wale's album, uh, Shine. I want y'all to still go out, listen to that album, uh, 
and you be the judge, you know what I'm saying? You might, you know what I'm saying, you might listen to the Wale's album and think it's his best album ever and give it all tens. Uh, same thing with uh, Young M.A. You might listen to her EP and decide that this is the uh, the best EP, you know, the best thing smoking, and you want to give it, uh, you know, top reviews, or you want to tell us that it's trash and that we're bugging because we think it's that good, uh, or, you know, we think it's good. Uh, but either way, you know what I'm saying, you be the judge on your own, man. You can hit us up on the email. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. But uh we're gonna keep this uh we're gonna keep this train smoking, man, and we're gonna get into uh you know some 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 little throwbackish reminiscent conversation. Uh I don't I don't necessarily uh wanna tag myself as an old head. Boog, I don't know if you wanna tag yourself as an old head. I've looked at pictures nah, not even close. But I'm, uh, I'm just saying, I looked at pictures <laughs> recently, and you do got this serious salt and pepper shit going on, bro. Like, yeah, no, it's heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy, bro, man. It's, it's heavy. And and then definitely soul, man. You definitely not no old head, you know what I mean? You uh, you part of the younger generation. But uh, and I mean, I I watched the uh, Tupac Tupac uh, Shakur. For those who don't know, if any young heads is listening to this, it's probably one of the most prolific uh, rappers to ever grace uh the world i'll go that far as to say it uh for those who don't know tupac shakur he's uh, got a biopic coming out in june uh and i i hit up the, i hit up the guys after i watched um one of the, the fourth trailer to come out for the movie because i hadn't watched any trailers until i uh until the fourth trailer showed up when i was uh you know just scrolling my feed on youtube uh, so I watched it, and I'm just like, oh, and it just brought back so many vibes of Tupac and shit like that, and everything that he's done, and everything that he's stood for to me, he's, uh, he's my second favorite rapper, uh, only person who stands above him for me, I put Nas above him, and that's just based off of the fact that not, you know, Nas is, Nas has just been around for so much longer, you know, unfortunately, than Pac, but, uh, I just wanted to uh, go in real quick on the uh, on the biopic, man. Because for me, just watching these trailers, and I'm going to ask you guys, uh, I think this is going to be probably the best biopic since Ray. Uh, Soul, what you think, man? When you looked at those trailers for the uh, Tupac biopic, what, what, uh, what did it make you think? Soul went to sleep. Boog, are you there? Nah, my phone, my phone was on mute. I did not go to sleep. <laughs> he should he should have went to sleep. That Mr. Mute, Mr. Mute guy, guy, you should have rolled with that. You should have you should have rolled with that. Like, oh yeah, I was I was knocked out. <laughs> it would have been guy. funny because then because he would have kept the show going and you would have woke up like in the middle of the Tupac conversation and it would have been good. Like, it would have been, yeah, been, been good. It would have been good. It would have been smooth. Yeah, yo, your new name is Mute Guy. Yo, we dropping the B.O.B. and we giving you Mute God. <laughs> but, um, anyway, Tupac biopic. Um, I do agree. I feel like this is going to be really, really good. I'm really excited. They uh, got the same guy from Straight Outta Compton. I feel like he's a great representation of Pac. You know, it looks like he's going to do his... I feel like he looks decent for the role. No, I, that's why I'm agreeing with you. I say, isn't he? he I think this dude looks oh, amazingly yeah. like Tupac. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good, fine. Um, it looks like they're going to do his story justice, and I'm really hoping that they do, and they don't, like, you know, Hollywood it up too much. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think they got a good chance of doing it right, because uh, what's more call it came out uh, solid. The notorious biopic came out pretty solid, so I think they got it. They they could do it, but uh, what's gonna call it? Uh, Boog, did you uh, did you Boog? Did you watch the trailers? Yes, I watched the trailers oh, three times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the dude, I mean, the first thing is dude looks like Tupac. I I see I seen like some trailers a while ago, and the first thing I thought was like, wow, dude, just he looks like Tupac. Like yeah. that was a really good job by them of picking a guy that actually looks like Pop, and he can act. Hopefully, he can act, and um, you know, it it it, it looks like he's gonna be really good in it. Um, 
they always have a chance to Hollywood it up. I don't even I don't even put that past anybody. Um, so they're, they're going to Hollywood it up to some extent. I hope they don't do it too much, though. It looks like they're going to touch on uh, his family history, um, activism, Black Panthers. So that looks to be a major part of the movie. I hope it is. Um, seeing that, you know, his mom is a stepdad um, and his god godmother, Asada, um, they, 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 they were all activists, um, Black Panthers, um, you know, th- things like that. And um, I think I think that'd be a really good thing to touch on in the uh, in the uh, biopic. But I hope that the number one thing that I hope about the movie is I hope it's long. I hope it's as long at least as Tupac Resurrection. If not, it's probably gonna suck because they're gonna move. Gotta, they're gonna it, move too fast. It's gotta something. be at least two and a half hours. It's man. gotta be at least two and a half, man. Like I don't I don't see this. I don't see this being an hour and a half movie and being good unless, unless, you know, somebody, somebody knows something that I don't know. I, I, I don't see that. I see this being at least a two hour movie. If it's, if it's anything under, I don't, I don't think, I think they're going to do something and it's going to, it's going to skip past something too fast. Yeah. Well, no, nah, I, de- I definitely don't think we've got to worry about a, a short movie just based on the trend of how movies have been, uh, have been running nowadays like the average movie is now about two hours long yeah so i I think that's just uh the basis i think that's just the movie industry is going for longer films now so i definitely like i I definitely don't think we gotta uh worry about short a short tupac film that's it for me i'm i'm just i'm just hyped to see the movie uh, I, I can't wait. I just I, I love the represent, representation. I think the cast looks amazing. Everybody, yeah. Pop, Suge Knight, everybody, Suge Knight, yeah, like they all just fit who they're supposed to be. You got my uh, you got my girl from uh, Walking Dead. You got Michonne on there. Uh, Denai Guerrero. Uh, you know what I mean she's playing Pop's mom. So, dude, it's just I think. I, Messing this movie up with so much content around you to get it right just means that they didn't put any effort into it. But that I mean, they had a pretty good. They had a. They. I mean, I don't know if it's a pretty good blueprint, but they had Tupac Resurrection. Oh, I think that, I think that was a phenomenal. And that was blueprint good. In order that was good to, I mean, even if let me just let me let me maybe correct it. Even if the movie sucked, if the person playing Tupac sucks. He didn't try because he has so much content to go by. I think that's a better way to say it. Like, even if the movie is bad, the person acting as Tupac should be phenomenal. Because if you can't capture Tupac with all the content out there and all the reference points, you, you didn't, like I said, you didn't try enough. Especially when you look like him that much. Exactly. You're born to be. You were born to play Tupac. Can you imagine that? Like you're, yeah. you're, you were. He's just destined to do it. I mean, nah, man. So uh, what's my call? Tupac has been uh, entered into. He has been honored, memorialized into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The first solo hip hop artist to ever be recognized with this honor. Now, for me, I, like I said, I think that's the, any any time, uh, not just hip hop, but black culture gets recognized on a main stage, it's always a big deal. Uh, but now, I, I just wanted to take this time, man, to see if any either of y'all, you know, anybody, you know, what I mean, just just kick it, you know, man. We going we gonna, yo, I just wanted to uh, shoot some shit about Pac, man. Yo, his fa- our favorite tracks by Tupac. Uh, yeah, you know I mean, any memories that any of his tracks bring to you? you know what I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna uh, open up a new segment with Bug, cause Bug has this real weird uh, ability of remembering crazy ass, <laughs> like a superpower or something. And, yeah, it's, it's almost like a it is. Ability. It really is. Like you'd be like, you could just say Bug, Thugs, Thug Mansion, Tupac. I don't have all of I don't I'm gonna just say like I have a lot of I have a lot of those but I don't have everything but if it was impactful in my life I probably got something. Okay, well let's do it again so we can edit that out so that it sounds better when I say bug 
I ain't mad at you. Oh, man, that's my favorite, favorite, <laughs> favorite, favorite, favorite Tupac song, son. So, I ain't mad at you takes me back. Um, the ninth grade, fam, that was like, um, like when I first started listening to hip hop, ninth grade, Tupac Shakur was on the radio singing, I ain't mad at you. And I thought this was like the greatest beat of all time. Like I was like, yo, who made that? What genius out there made this, made this piano riff? Like, this is crazy. Like, I was like, I went home directly because I, I played the piano by ear. So I went home, like, right home after that first day of hearing that song on the bus, and I played that riff because I had to because it was, like, so, so crazy. I, listened, I, I thought about that song all day in school. And, like, you know, this is the first time hearing it. I heard it on a bus at you know, 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, Hot 97, and, you know, I, I remember that like it was yesterday. It's pretty crazy, man. That's dope. That's dope. But, yeah, man, nah, uh, I Ain't Mad At You was definitely uh, one of, that's definitely on my uh, list. Like, uh, Book, as a matter of fact, do you have a list? Like, what's your, what's your top, uh, what's your top Tupac records? Do you have, a, like, a top Tupac? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I Ain't Mad At You, number one. Number two, Only God Can Judge Me. Um, I love the sample in that one, uh, Top Billing. Uh, Keep Your Head Up. I like uh, Temptations, Give Him the Finger. That was my. That was a song that got me through a lot in college, Temptations, Give Him the Finger. Because there's lots, lots of Temptations. <laughs> um, Life Goes On, California Love, the remix. The remix, it's not, oh, not, remix. The, not the not original, original one. Yeah, the, the the remix is the one with the the stupid silly bass line. Um, and if you ever and if you ever like want to know the sample to that bass line, there's this um there's this uh, uh artist called Clear, and they had and the song is called Instrument uh, Connection Love, and like this sample is bananas. Like the the song how they did the original song is probably a better sample than what Dr. Dre did on California Love. It's just so funky. It's real, it's real cool. Um, Two of America's Most Wanted and All About You. I love All About You. So. Oh, shit. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm surprised you... Uh... Well, no, nah, that's probably me. Never mind. Soul Man. <laughs> no, nah, because I'm, I'm just thinking about something totally different, man. But uh, uh, when you hear my list, I guess you'll get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Soul man, now, I, now like I said, your soul man, you younger, so uh, yeah. What, what, what's your what's your take on pop? Cause like I, like I said, it always, it always makes me think. Like when I ask younger people, like I know for a fact, like my you're not as, obviously not as young as my son. If I was to ask my son about Tupac, he'd probably be like, "Who?" I think that's how detached young younger kids are to music from you know that paved the way for them but uh soul man what you think man what's on your, what's on your brain about pop um well when i grew up i feel like uh, um i missed a lot of pop when he first came out just because of my age and the timing i feel like i need to go back and actually do a little bit more research on mr shakur because of the influence that he made on hip hop you know, he sparked a lot of controversy. He's um, he's one of the uh, more prominent figures that has actually been like in the media. Um, I like his stance. I like his stance when uh, in politics. Most most artists don't play the politician role, but Pac ain't afraid to stand for the justice, and I really respected that about him. Um, then his music was dope, man. Like, okay, what's your, uh, who don't like your favorite? Say, what's some of your favorite pop records? Um, I get around definitely. Um, All Eyes on Me. Uh, I like uh, Against All Odds, and uh, of course Brenda's Got a Baby. Probably one of one of my most favorite stories in hip hop. I don't know how against all odds didn't I didn't write that down. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I didn't write that down. Oh my gosh, fuck, how how dare you? Yeah, really. But uh I'm guessing. Like I said, for me, man, I always uh like I said I grew up in a house where Biggie was always getting bumped. My uh my best friend in the whole wide world, KG, King Gabe, is from Brooklyn. So you get into the car with this motherfucker, and what's the first thing he puts on? Biggie. Like, <laughs> uh, I grew up in an area where most of the time, if anyone argued Bad Boy or Death Row, they picked Bad Boy. And there I was, uh, a, a nerdy kid with glasses who wrote poetry, and I was a Pac fan. 110%. Like, Tupac, uh, it's like for me, like, that's why I said for me, Tupac made it okay at a time when I think being hard was what uh, legitimized you. He made it okay to be a little, uh, to show us off the side. Like, Tupac is, uh, I, I'm not, I, I can't think of any other artist that are that you know what I mean could bona fidely put out uh a hit 'em up and or how do you want it and then turn around and put out changes and Brenda's got a baby. Like just like the his scope on how he you know, his ability to fit both sides and completely blend in and fit in was amazing. Like uh, I, my fate, my fate. Actually, it's funny. I mean, my favorite Tupac song is "Thug Mansions." Like that's my like that's because my, because I'm, I'm I just it all makes sense. Go ahead. Like it just that's that is. Shit, look, your Thug Mansions is such a heartfelt record. Like you can hear him getting emotional. In the track, it's just so deep. It's just so real, like like that. Uh, then you got Dear Mama. Like I, like I said, I didn't grow up with a silver spoon by no means. It was days when I was worried if I was gonna come home, was lights gonna be off? You know what I mean? So it's like I understand, I understand the struggle. You know what I mean? And you know, Pocky, he he was able to just the pictures that he could paint. Through his through his lyrics, it was just amazing to me. Changes, you know what I mean? That that you know what I mean? That's that's another one that I I, mean, I could go I could go on for days. Uh, with with Pac, you know what I mean? Like same thing. I ain't mad at you. I think all of us had had you know what I mean? Had those um, had had those, had that uh had that homeboy. Or if they didn't have that homeboy, they was that homeboy that just didn't want to do it anymore and just wanted something more for themselves. Like, I think all of us had had it, and if you didn't have one, you were probably that one. Uh, keep your head up. I mean, just everything. And then, I mean, we could go, you know, we can go track for track. Like, uh, I, I just love, I, I preferred the introspective, uh, retrospective Tupac, but then at the same time, I could greatly appreciate him fresh out of jail, going in the studio and creating the magic that is California love. Like I just think that that that's uh that, like I said, his artistry uh, is just amazing to me. They they say he recorded what was it five six songs a day. He was yeah, recording. he did a lot. Like that's that's why that's why Cash can get new Tupac material twenty years after his death. Cause this dude was this dude was oh man, I always remember. I don't know if y'all remember that movie. Uh, y'all know the Jackson movie, The American Dream. Yeah. Where Michael Jackson, he's like crying at the piano because he, and he's telling his mom, played by Angela Bassett, that he's got all this music in his head and it just hurts that he can't get it out. That's yeah. how I. That's how I saw Tupac. That's how I feel like Tupac was. Like Tupac. When, when it's like it's like there are certain artists that it's like 
you see them out and about and they're living life and they're, you know, they're enjoying it. You know, you got the designers, the Tupacs, you know, these, these artists that are always, they always seem happy. And it's like, I always want to know, like, okay, if you could see this person when they go home and there's no, there's no entourage around and there's no, you know, there's no cameras on them. And you know what I'm saying? They've turned off the internet. What are they thinking about? What are what are they going through? And Pac is one of those cats. It's like he would go home and he go through his own shit and he think about shit, and then he go in the booth and he give it to you. So there was so you you didn't have to think for for but so long. But I was yeah. that's a that's that's enough that's enough monologuing for me, man. Like, <laughs> I go on forever about Pac, man. Like 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 I said like I said, man. He I just think he's so dope. You know you know what I'm saying. Well, for me, Tupac wasn't even my favorite artist until I went to college and started listening more carefully to his music. You know, like you said, you you know, we were on the East Coast. We were Biggie fans. You know, everybody was a Biggie fan. If you ask somebody on the East Coast who was the best rapper of all time, it was Biggie. And if you said something else, like, it was a problem, you know? <laughs> um, you know, and I was one of those people that thought that Biggie was better than Tupac. And the reason why I realized, the reason why I thought that was because I was into the metaphors and the witty wordplay and the stories and the swag and the smoothness. Biggie had all of that. Yeah. Tupac's delivery, he wasn't smooth. You know, he, he, he didn't have like the witty bars. He just talked. You know, he just, he just preached. And it wasn't until I was in college until I realized that I loved, you know, the politically, socially charged music as well as the witty wordplay. Word. And um, it made me realize that um, what music was, and it made me realize why people did music and why music was like it was and why it was so important. Um, it was why it was such an important medium to get out your emotions, your feelings, and your thoughts and ideas, you know. And Tupac is the one artist that gave me um, that thought of, hey, this is the reason why we do this music. It is not just um, some arbitrary art form, some arbitrary words or beats. Like this is my life. These are my feelings. You know, this is this is my story. And, you know, that that's what that's really what I get from Pac. And I remember watching uh, Tupac Resurrection and, in my opinion, realizing that Tupac was just largely misunderstood and a product of the media. That is what I got from watching the Yo. movie. He was very, very, very conflicted. He was a good dude at heart. He was very smart, very thoughtful. But at the same time, he was made out to be this terrible person um, because of the things that he rapped about and things that he did. Um, the, uh, and I don't think that. My fault, not to cut you off, but one of the biggest things from the Tupac Resurrection movie that stood out to me is that he said, I did, I've, never, I've never been arrested or in trouble with the law until I got famous. Yeah. Like, that's, that, that, like it's, that just goes into exactly what you were just saying. Like, you know, he, he was a... Like you said, he was a good dude, or just a regular dude, and he had no issue, legal issues, until he was until he was a famous rapper. Then, then, like you said, the Marie, the media turned him into a, a, a pariah, basically. But um, yes. okay, go ahead, not to. Well, oh no, no, it's good. Um, I think I think that he didn't believe he can be who he wanted to be anymore. He was this person that the media made him out to be, um, and the more he fought against it the more they use his actions against them to create a bigger story about him. Now, you know, Tupac, I mean, obviously he was no saint, you know, he wasn't without fault. You know, he made many, many public mistakes. Um, but I think that the media just created a persona for him and he just ran with it at uh, one point. And I believe he touches on this in one line from only God can judge me. Um, when he says, Recollect your thoughts. Don't get caught up in the mix because the media is full of dirty tricks. To me, this just sums it up. And in a song called Only God Can Judge Me, um, it just makes sense that this is kind of what he was thinking and what he was going through. Super dope. Uh, Soul, man, you got any uh, 
any any other any other uh input you want to put in on on, on Pac or this little uh I guess this little memoriam that we got going on to Tupac since he's been inducted into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's got his movie coming out in June. With that, uh, you know what I'm saying? We just want to take this moment now while we have it to, uh, you know what I mean, to give him, to give him uh, some appreciation. Let the people know what he really stood for, to us at least. Soul's on mute again. Mute guy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> but that's twice in one show, bro. <laughs> oh man. Oh, <laughs> run the uh, run the question back for me one more time, great. Wait, you sleep and on me? <laughs> that's the trick. That's, yeah, the trick. that's a double whammy, like. <laughs> yeah, so Wait, what's the question? Sleep <laughs> and on mute. So you put it on mute, so you're snoring and shit. I'm gonna say this one goes snoring his ass off. <laughs> that's what that means. That's that's what that means. He was snoring his ass off, bro. <laughs> now, nah, I was just saying, is there anything else that you want to put in uh, for Tupac, man? Like I said, this is like our little makeshift uh, uh, memoriam to, to Pac. You know what I mean? He's a, uh, he's a rock and roll Hall of Famer now. He's got a, his uh, a biopic yes. coming out. Yes. Too. Yes. Any other things that you, you know, anybody... Anybody from your branch of our audience that might not know Tupac, any stories on what will make you, you know, want to make him anything that you can, anything you want to say about him? This is keep it clean. If you're my age, you better know who Pac is. Better. But, um, better. Simple as that with that topic. Um, do you think there's anybody out right now that we could say is. A legit successor to Tupac. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! A legit successor to Tupac, Joey Badass. He could get there. I think I, with this last yeah. album, with this last album, I could see, I could see him getting there. Yeah. Yeah. If he plays his cards right, talks to the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What do y'all think? Uh, I think we talked about it. Uh, with Kendrick, and I, I, I said I think uh, I think Kendrick is making his own lane. I don't think Kendrick is like anybody else. Do y'all think Kendrick is uh, kind of uh, Tupac esque? Absolutely. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I definitely see him in his own lane, but um, it's too. I mean, he has a lot. He has a lot of that feeling to me. You know. And I, I can't deny that. So, yeah, I'm going to say Kendrick, too. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 I'll definitely agree. He does give me uh, that feeling, as Bug so adequately put it. Um, I feel like, uh, if anything, Kendrick will want to work on his, uh, his song versatility. Cause like Pac, he could put out like he could put out a hard track, then he could put out a sad track, then he could put out a dance track. Oh, you're right about that. No, Pac was definitely a little more versatile than Kendrick has shown. That he, I don't even know if he, I don't know if he can be. I'm pretty sure he just doesn't want to be because he's super talented. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pac is Pac was definitely at this point uh, way more versatile. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Uh... Uh, I said, but I, I think, uh, like I said, for me, I don't, I don't see Kendrick as a, as a Pac uh, representation. To me, to me, it's, to me, it's all Joey Badass. I don't. I just, like I said, I think we talked about it during the uh, Joey Badass album review when we did his album review, which you guys should go back and listen to on SoundCloud. Uh, his like I watched him freestyle. I watched him throw his walk, his talk, and interviews. Everything, the way he even moves his hands, it's the same mannerisms that Tupac had. Like all, all, like like I said, all the way down to the way he moves his hands while he's talking in interviews. It's all Tupac. 
And I think it's naturally just how he is, which is why I think he's, um, he's like basically, yeah, that, that, like that next coming. Cause I think he just naturally is falling into, into that place. But I, yeah. I think that was a good question to ask. I mean, the only thing, only thing Kendrick doesn't, I mean, Tupac had, you know, a huge, you know, background with his uh, family, you know, in activism. Um, Kendrick doesn't have that, but, you know, if Kendrick did have that, maybe, you know, that would, I mean, I, I don't think his music would change too much because he, because he, he, he does have, Kendrick does have an activist element to his music like Pac did. So um, I think that would, that's to me, that's the only difference is um, his parents and his, his guidance early in life. All right. That's what's up. Now let me ask y'all a question now. This is my, my question. Pac, who, who do you think he would rock with today? That's a good one. Who do you, who would you want to hear him with like for me i definitely would love to hear tupac and black thought tupac over dj premier oh damn i don't oh like i want to hear that i know i know it sounds weird um and i know like dj premier and tupac's Styles really don't mix too much, but I think Pac would do a really good job over a DJ Premier track. Like I'm thinking Jay Z so gangster and put Pac on there, some shit like that. <laughs> That's kind of where my brain goes. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think to myself like, damn, that that would be insane though. I think I think I think that would be really cool. I mean, obviously, obviously, if you want to want to hear Tupac and Kendrick, I mean, obviously, um, what 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 do you got? So just to take it to another level, what do you think about Tupac and Drake? I mean, Drake is the biggest, baddest artist I out think, there right now. <laughs> I think honestly, Tupac would probably beef with Drake. That he probably would be for Drake though. He probably I, would. I think. Yeah, I, I think definitely so. Definitely don't see them ever have conversations. <laughs> that that is definitely, uh, and that would be like a huge beef. I agree. Yeah, no, nah, you're damn Drake. Uh, I, I definitely agree. The black thought. I mean, the black thought one is is really good. Yeah, like Drake would definitely pick not to, not to, Drake would definitely pick. Uh, he'd be on uh, Biggie's side. <laughs> he would definitely definitely align <laughs> with uh, with Bad Boy if the, if that was back in the. Oh man, dude! Like you just throw all sorts of rocks, man. It's the shade. <laughs> it's just true, man. Like, <sighs> That's funny. I right now, Pac could probably still be hanging out with like Snoop and Dre. I don't think. I think he would hang out with Snoop and Dre though. That would, that would. I mean, that's just, that's just perfect. And if not there, then he's probably gonna be chilling with TDE. That just seems like his alley. Yeah. I want to see Pac with Nipsey Hustle. The worst Ooh, thing. He's good. Nice. I, 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 I really have I'm liked him for a long time. I fuck with Nipsey Hussle, and I, said, I, I really think that that could work. So that's what's good. That's what's good. All right, man. So to, to close this out, man, you know, our, our, memor- our memoriam to Pac, uh, I just want to cast, I just want to, uh, any, anything, any records that you guys want cast to listen to by Tupac? Like, for me, I'm pretty sure everyone should have heard it in the Stug Mansion's all three different versions of Thug Mansions. The acoustic version featuring Nas, the acoustic version without Nas, the uh, original version with no Nas and Anthony Hamilton. Like, Thug Mansion, my favorite Tupac song. Uh, Boog, 
go ahead, man. What you want them to listen to from Pac, man? All right, so the third, so I got three. Um, Temptations. Temptations. Yep. Um, um, shit. Why is it? Oh, um, only God can judge me. I don't know why that slipped my mind. Oh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, shit. The other one slipped my mind too. What the fuck is going on with me tonight? I ain't mad at you. <laughs> yeah, I ain't mad at you. That's my favorite. That's your stuff. favorite Tupac song. <laughs> so it's gotta be on the oh, list. What, what was that? What you drinking on? What you drinking on? I need a sip. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right, man. Soul, man. What uh, what pop songs you you want the people to go out there and listen to, man? Um, if you want a really good sob story, Brenda's got a baby. Always, always a good spin. Um, always like all eyes on me. I feel like that's a nice one. The California love, just a little bit of that hype stuff. A little feel good music. Especially from that era. Yeah, no, nah, that's dope. That's dope. All right, man. But uh, that's what it is, man. Like I said, go out there, listen to some, listen to some Pac. Appreciate it, love it. I am Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip hop. I'm Bug, and I do it for hip hop. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip hop. <laughs>